Hello everyone and welcome to E equals MC Paired, a podcast that crafts effective, motivated creatives seeking refuge from procrastination and mediocrity. I'm your host, Kimberly Gray, and thank you again for tuning in. If you've not subscribed to the podcast, please pause the episode and click on that subscribe button and also give us a shout out by leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Word of mouth is the best review, so also please share the podcast with like-minded creatives who you know can benefit from the content that I share every week. I post a new episode every Friday. So I hope everyone is having an awesome week. Happy Mental Health Month. Um, I wish I would have actually realized that it was Mental Health Month earlier on the podcast and I could have done a series of things, but hey, better late than never. This week, actually, October 6th to Saturday, October the 12th is Mental Illness Awareness Week. And this was established in 1990 by the U.S. Congress in an effort to educate and increase awareness about mental illness. Definitely a taboo topic in our society, in different cultures. Mental illness has never really been one of those really easy conversations to have, whether it's a dinner table or just in a in a capacity where we wanna to get together and really focus and concentrate on things that are affecting our community, things that are affecting our loved ones and our family members. However, there has been a shift um, in recent times where people are feeling a little bit more open, a little bit more willing to share their stories. And it's a good thing. I think that some people deal with mental illness and don't even know they, they deal with it because they tend to you know, whether it's just a lack of education or a lack of wanting to believe that they could actually be plagued with something like this, they tend to disguise it with other things, you know? So I just wanted to kind of spend this episode talking about mental health and how it actually affects procrastination, how it affects our attitudes and our drive to kind of drown in times where we need to really get up and get things going so that we can change where we are in our life. So speaking about mental illness, um, what is it? What is mental illness? It's relatively known as a condition that affects a person's thinking. It affects a person's feelings or their mood. So this is not a far-fetched thing. There are either, there could be different reasons why a person could be um, plagued with mental illness. Some of those could be mood disorders, um, anxiety, personality disorders, eating disorders, and there are certain things that we actually can experience regardless of who you are. So this does not have to be something that you're born with. There's PTSD, which is post-traumatic syndrome disorder. And that is something that you get when you experience a very traumatic event. And another one is substance abuse. So there's all these different triggers that can cause a person to deal with mental illness. And I say this because the reason why mental illness has been so taboo is that there was this understanding that there was something wrong with you if you had this type of issue. And like I said, anybody is open to experiencing an event that could create 
a mental illness. So usually um, when you are, if you are in a position or you know someone in the position of having uh, some type of mental disorder, there are specific things that you really want to make sure that you are doing to get to the heart of your problem. Uh, Self-diagnosing yourself and, you know, engaging in things that may not be the healthiest form of treatment is definitely not the way to go. I think the first thing that you probably would want to do is just open yourself up and talk. If you're not ready to go to a counselor or a therapist, opening up to a trusted peer, family member, friend, someone who you really, really can feel comfortable opening yourself up to is the first step. Um, then I definitely think going to a licensed physician is the next step because if you're going through something that requires you to get medical treatment, something that needs to be prescribed, then you definitely want to do that first rather than just going and trying things that may not even work for you. These days, there's so many different prescription drugs that are being sold illegally and it's easy to get and you'd be surprised at how many people figure oh well i'll just take this you know what i know that children or individuals who deal with adhd take ritalin so i'll just take some ritalin calm down a little bit definitely not the way to go definitely see a physician to understand what you're going through and if you even need medication because some of us don't actually need medication to overcome some of the things that we're going through so once you've taken those steps, you've talked to someone, you've gotten, you know, ex um, advice from a licensed physician. If you are in need of medi medication, I'm not one to tell a person that, oh, because you're taking medication, you're doing damage to your body. Everybody has the things that they need. Everyone needs what they need. And it's not for anyone to criticize you. It's not for you to feel less than because you had to turn to medication. But I do wanna say that medication is not the end all be all of the solution. There are other ways to, to change the, um, to change what you're going through, to alter the mental illness that you're having. And it could be something as easy as changing your diet and getting exercise and becoming active. We know that exercise and food deal and affect the brain in so many different ways that are beneficial. And these could be the very solutions that are needed to alter the imbalance that you're experiencing from whatever particular trigger that you know, you've experienced. So <clears throat> I just wanted to kind of say all of that because mental illness is not something that is easy to live with and there's no excuse for anyone to deal with it alone there are definitely specific things that you could do to get the help that you need and move in a positive way to live a better life to live a happier life to live a life where you see success in the you know in the horizon you see a, a really great future and you can't have that if you don't open yourself up enough to get the help that you need. So this week, I definitely wanted to talk about procrastination and mental health. As you guys know, this podcast, I talk a lot about procrastination and I talk about different tasks and tips that you could do to become more 
active in whatever it is that your purpose is or whatever it is that you desire in your life. But I also want to note that often we think of procrastination as time management, um, the lack of not really having the motivation to get things done. And as I was scrolling through my Instagram feed last week, I came across this quote that I definitely wanted to share. And it's from a woman named Laria Lipkins. She's the host of a podcast called A Woman With Vision. So if you guys are in the lookout for a new podcast, look for that. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's on all the major platforms, but it's called A Woman With Vision and her name is Laria Lipkins. And she had this quote that she posted that said, Procrastination usually isn't an issue of managing time. It is an issue of managing emotions. Again, procrastination usually isn't an issue of managing time. It's an issue of managing emotions. When I read that, it rang so true because when we think of procrastination and all the things that we've talked about that hinder us from moving forward, it does align a lot with the things that create mental instability and those moments where we might feel discouraged, depressed, down on ourselves, not having the, you know, the oomph to want to get up and get things going. And she quoted three main things that usually tie into that, those emotions that come out that put you in a position where you're not moving forward, that you're not getting things done. One of them, the first one that she listed was fear. So when you think about fear emotions, the emotions that come out is failure. Failure is like the main reason why people become fearful about going forward and championing a task is what if I don't have, you know, what if I don't, finish it successfully? What if it doesn't come out the way that I want it to come out? And then we revert back to not doing it. Um, other ones that we have in times in, in line with fear emotions is success. Believe it or not, success is a reason why people are fearful. They're fearful of if I'm successful, will people look at me different? If I'm successful, Am I still going to be down in my community or are people going to think I'm better than them? And then they, it's almost like you're, you're fighting yourself and you are thinking about the way that people are going to view you rather than realizing that you deserve to live a better life. And that happens to a lot of people too. And then another one is fear of follow through. Let's say I go ahead and finally get that book published. What if I grow all of these fans that now expect for me to do another book? Will I be able to do something just as good as what I've done? Well, you haven't done anything yet. So why are you fearing something so far out, so far set, rather than just coming to terms with, you know what? I can't be fearful. I can't be fearful of my of failures. I can't be fearful of success. And I can't be fearful of the follow through. But it does, it is a part of why procrastinators procrastinate because of these emotions. So that first one is fear. 
The other one that comes out is emotions that surround that are surrounded by insecurity. When we think about those emotions, we think about belief systems that we've adapted because of our life experience that have told us, whether it be by people or experiences, that we're not good enough. So many of us deal with that. It's almost like you're fighting yourself and you're more invested in the lie than you are invested in proving to yourself that the lie is fraudulent. That is, it has nothing to do with who you are. Another one is when it comes to insecurity emotions is when we focus on comparisons. A lot of us compare ourselves to the success of others. And when we find ourselves not adding up, like that person did this this week or that person created this and I'm still sitting here. Timing is everything, remember that. And not everyone that you see that looks successful is necessarily as successful as they would like to be. They could be going through the same situations and things that you're going through where those material things mean nothing to them. So we need to stop focusing on other people's growth. We need to stop focusing on what other people are doing and realize that everyone has a story. Everyone has their own trials and tribulations and everyone deserves their own success. Congratulate the person that's being successful. Reach out to that person. Find out what they have done and what they have gone through to get to where they are. But do not compare yourself to others. And then another one that aligns with emotions that evoke insecurity is making criticisms concrete instead of those criticisms being opportunities for growth. I've been guilty of this where you automatically say, hey, tell me how I'm doing. I'm open to criticism. And as soon as you hear that negative thing, it's like, oh, um, you fight it. And you fight it because you feel like it's a definition or a um, example of where you are in the process. And what we have to do is realize that we can grow so much from criticisms. Criticisms does not define your thing. It does not define what you're doing. What it does is it gives you a measuring or a measurement tool or maybe allows you to see what others see that you can't see so that you can fine tune it and make sure that whatever it is that you are delivering meets your audience. Because truth be told, When we're doing something, it's not just for ourselves, it's for others. So if we're just pleasing ourselves and our ideas and what we want to do and what we've set out to do, are we really doing what matters? Because it's the people on the other end, the people that are receiving our information that are the ones who truly are a testament to how successful we are. So be open to those criticisms. And again, don't look at them as a definition of how valuable you are just look at it as a moment of development this is how far i have to develop so we talked about two things so far we've talked about fear emotions we've talked about insecurity emotions and the third one is apathy now what is apathy 
Apathy is the opposite of sympathy and empathy. Sympathy is when you can sympathize with a person because you've been through something. Um, empathy is when you've necessarily not been through that thing, but you could understand how a person would feel. Apathy is the total opposite. It's having no clue why a person would do a particular thing or why, you know, not knowing or feeling that specific thing. So when it comes to procrastination, how does apathy tie in? When we are having apathy emotions, we have a lack of interest, uh, meaning we don't really find any type of encouragement or want or desire to do a particular thing because we just, we're just so disconnected. Another one is lack of enthusiasm. It's kind of like, I'm just sitting here and I, I just would rather sit in my room, watch some TV, just go to sleep. I'm not enthusiastic to do anything or get anything done. And the third is a lack of concern. We just kind of like not thinking about, you know, what are the things that can be affected by our inability to act and move and our ineffectiveness. We just kind of blank everything out. And the fear, the insecurity, and the apathy are all things that are created when we are dealing with mental issues, when we are dealing with, dealing with those moments of depression, of anxiety, of, you know, a lack of self-awareness and realizing that there are people out there as procrastinators that are looking forward to receive from us what we have been delivering. And we owe it to them. We owe it to them to get up, to come out of our slump and realize that procrastination isn't this issue where I'm not managing my time properly. I'm not managing my emotions. I'm not doing the things that are gonna allow me to grow and to move forward. And what exactly are those things? So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. There are five key things that I feel can help you when you fall into this slump where you just don't feel like getting anything done because you're dealing with all of these crazy emotions. The first thing that you need to do is you need to trust yourself. You need to trust that you have everything inside of you to do all the things that you've set out to do. The only thing that separates you from your now and your about to be is your willingness to get up and do the work. The work is not always gonna be positive. The work isn't always gonna come out the way that you want it to come out with. The work is gonna involve some self-truths, is going to involve some really, really hard obstacles. But if you really, really want to get it done, you have to trust yourself that you have everything inside of you to get to that point and not be so hard on yourself when you don't get it done at a specific time that you chose 
or as a specific time as other people have done it. Because then again, you're falling into the self, into the comparisons. You're falling into making these plans for yourself that may not necessarily need to happen at that time because there may be some things in between that you need to learn from. So be patient with yourself and trust yourself. The second one is to manage your thoughts. How often in a day do you sit there and these negative things come into your mind that totally alter your moment? Those are the things that need to be managed. I consider those thoughts much like a child, a child that you need to monitor and chastise whenever they're getting out of line. Your thoughts need to be treated the same way because there's so many times that you'll be sitting in a really good mood and out of the blue, you're like, I don't know where this came from, but this negative thought came into my mind. And you have two, two choices at that point. You either can entertain it and allow the rest of your day to just be affected and tainted with this negative thought, or you can cut it off and say, chill out, take a time out and come back correct. Cause that's what we need right now. We need all of, I need all of my thoughts to line up to my goals that I have for this day. Um, another one is don't welcome insults as personal attacks. A lot of us fall into this because it just seems like whenever you are trying to accomplish things, there are going to be people that come about that want to, in a negative way, criticize you, in a negative way, bring what you are doing down. And what I have learned in this process is oftentimes, this is not a personal attack on you but is is a personal need for that individual, for them to release some negative energy. And there are those specific people that will choose others to be the way that they dump that out because they get a reaction. A negative person isn't going to dump out their negative thoughts in a void space because it may just bounce right back to them because they're not getting any type of attention or fulfillment. But when you can dump that negative energy onto another person, you are more prone to get a reaction that then feeds the ego of that negative person. So this is what we need to understand. And whenever you are getting those insults, don't take them as personal attacks. Take them as, look, I'm obviously doing something right right now. The, the reality is the reason why I'm getting this is because that negative person deemed me as a powerful of a source to deliver some type of reaction. That's the way I see it and that's the way I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and then number four is deal with your fears. You really, really need to deal with your fears when it comes to all of these things and the reasons that we have these emotions of fear, failure, success, and follow through, if we don't deal with these things, we are always going to give them space in our life to come out in those moments where we're really, really trying to move forward and combat all the things that we are dealing with that usually set us back in certain spaces. So, 
when I say deal with your fears, it's so easy when it comes to things that you're fearful of to try to ignore them, to try to, you know, sweep them under the rug. We need to really deal, deal with them, put them on front street, tell them that you have no place in my life and everything that I need to confront, I'm going to confront so that I can move forward. And then the fifth one is learn to love yourself in the process. We often hear about learn to love yourself, but I really wanted to state learn your, to love yourself in the process because in the process, things aren't always going to look pretty. It's just not. And you need to love yourself even in the ugly moments, even in the moments where you don't feel like you have your things together, in the moments where you fail to stick to your commitments, in the moments where you've procrastinated time and time and time again. You need to love yourself even in that moment and say, you know what? This is not the end of the story. I still have so much more to offer. I have so much more to do. And I love myself through this because I could have given up years ago, days ago, hours ago, but I'm still moving forward. So don't just love yourself when things are going great. Love yourself in the process. So guys, with that being said, I want to wish all of you guys a happy weekend. If you are going through moments where you're feeling discouraged, you're feeling disappointed, depressed, anxious, all these things that come and just bring this dark cloud over you, know that there are ways for you to change your life. There are solutions for you to look forward to. There are solutions through others, through different, um, organizations that are out there to help you. And it's up to you to take control of your happiness. So guys, with that being said, I want to thank you again to, to for tuning into yet another episode of E equals MC paired. And as always, I leave the show with a task for you to remember effectiveness equals motivation by creatives paired. apply the equation and manifest nothing short, but amazing. <laughs>